What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Episode number 40, Mr. Joey Coffee. Another milestone passed. Our Google Doc page is now up to 109 pages long. At some point, we might have to ask for a publishing deal to uh, just publish our notes so everyone can see the culmination of the past 40 episodes. Plus. I don't know if you want it's, it's literally just like a I know. brain dump. Just all our random thoughts just get dumped on here and half gets half gets deleted in the morning of. Unbelievable. I'm just scrolling back up here, dude, looking at well, first and foremost, thank you all for listening for this long. 40 episodes, that's just like our Sunday episodes, not including like all the NFL pods we did. And now that we're doing interviews on Thursday. So we just count like our episode episodes as our normal ones on Sunday. So it's crazy. I'm looking back at the first page. Name, Sunday sauce with Frankie meatballs. Enjoy coffee. <laughs> I had to write that down. <laughs> yeah. The uh, length, whatever's best for us. Just stay on topic as much as we can. We don't do that either. Yeah. Format. We were originally going to have, we were going to originally do, um, Show goes on by Lupe Fiasco is like our, oh, still want to our initial song. I also do I. It's Has our email password, cover art, editing. I was going ham. Like I was, I was just putting all these everything I could find, which I just wanted to like get indulged in how to possibly make one. And then now, now looking back, it's like wow, all we had to do was just go on Anchor and just hit play, and we could have just recorded there this entire time. <laughs> well, we made it. We're here, JoJo. We're here, baby. We got big news. We got to get into this. Our, this first topic is very important. I'm getting I'm getting absolutely slaughtered with Dogecoin. That shit, of course, knowing my luck, I'm always a day late, a dollar short with these stupid stock things. I buy when it's at the all-time high, thinking it's still going to skyrocket. Wake up this morning. It's going to go like defunct. Like It's going to be a zero dollars at some point this week. No one has Dogecoin anymore. <laughs> I'm losing my ass on it. And I don't want to blame your brother. But I will inadvertently because he was hyping it up. I'm like, damn, like, is Nick onto something right now? And that could be on me for believing in Nick's stock advice. But I thought he had a pretty good grasp on it. I think he made it. I think he he got in at the right time. So it did pop off. I got in way too late, but Nick was giving me some FOMO, and I didn't want to get left out. And now I'm now I'm paying for it. Literally paying for it. Yeah, it's, as of Saturday morning recording, it's down to about two cents right now. Two and a half cents. So it's it's gonna. Be, what did you What did you get it at? It's gonna go defunct. It's gonna it's gonna not exist in like a week, and I'm gonna have like a thousand Dogecoin worth zero dollars. I think you might be okay. We'll have to see. This volume still high. Hopefully, I mean, all of to, you listeners are paying like attention eight this cents week. Even like almost break even. It's, I I I'm an idiot. It's, it's it's my fault. But I need I need someone to blame. I'm gonna blame Nick. I mean, you didn't you didn't go throwing like your life savings on it, right? You just no. Little penny stock, little penny blockchain. It, it just, it's it's a tough luck when you go into your your investing app and you see like, oh, you own this many Doge coins and they're oh, they're worth nothing. It's like, great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> the damn meme coin. But yeah, I mean, what a week of uh non-sports related news with the um, this consumed America. <laughs> like yeah, consumed it did. It. <laughs> it did with uh 
GameStop and AMC and Dogecoin and Nokia and all these the short sellers versus the retail buyers and Robinhood getting involved, canceling their ability oh to God. trade for a day. And you had Portnoy getting pissed off. You had You're like me and you have politicians getting pissed off. Yeah, a whole a whole slew of nonsense. I mean, I need, I, 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 everyone knows what happens. Take like, your money out like, of Robinhood yeah. right now. I'm working yeah. on it. Robinhood is that's bad. They they're the worst. Yeah, there was uh, there was glitches. There was them stopping people allowing to buy at that point. Like you're only right, you're only able able to sell AM, AME or GME or AMC. Do, I believe you couldn't do anything, bro. You yeah. couldn't. Even, I don't have a Robinhood. I've never had was, one. I've stayed on Wells Trade and Fidelity, um, so I don't know. I think it was two days ago when like when they were first catching like the brunt of the heat or was it yesterday i know it was two days ago you literally couldn't if you searched like in the search bar to like even like check on like a price of a stock you couldn't even search gamestop amc naked nokia you, you literally couldn't even search for them but they were just like off the app so if you had a stock in them you, you it was literally just it was frozen so if you're getting killed on it you couldn't sell it and if, it, if you want to like buy the dip, you couldn't do that. And yesterday they put them back on, but you can only buy one stock of like each, which is the most insane. Like, okay, you get, you can have it. You get one stock. Like, okay. AKA they're just, they're, they're fucking with the public so bad. And it's like, Portnoy said the best to you. It was like, it's insane. Just how blatant, like what they're doing is. And, and like, they're not getting in, like they're not getting in trouble for it, for it. Like they are blatantly rigging the system and they haven't got like any consequences yet. It's insane. It was like, because they're like, they're, they said, like, I was listening to one of the, I think the Weeble guy, because Weeble is another one too. The Weeble and Robin Hood are the two, like, I guess they're supposed to be the most retail trader friendly apps, you know, for the people. Um, and they're talking about like, how the stuff with their clearing houses got all messed up and, I don't know, man. It's just, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. So, many, so much good Twitter content, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's amazing. So much good Twitter content. How about B- Big Cat changing his name to, uh, what did he change? He changed something, something to do with, um, I think I it was, it was like, F, he took F Robin Hood Cat. That was his, that was his was new some, Twitter yeah, name. <laughs> or Doge Cat, something like that. Uh, no, that's so awesome. True, like, people posting like, because this is what this is what Wall Street is. Like Wall Street does what the public's been doing this past week. They've been doing that forever. That's how they've gotten rich. Bro, so everyone's, how do you think? How do you think everyone like, who during the crash in March, the reason the rich got richer is because they all had the money and the means and the knowledge to put like call options in. No, to, I know for long term op- buys and contracts, and then now like obviously it was going to rebound, and they made all the money once those stocks hit the number they called them in at. So like, so it's just like. Someone tweeted that Wall Street's the kid when you play like pick up basketball and if his team loses, he would grab the ball and go home. <laughs> <laughs> well, Portnoy said it great. He said what happened with Robin Hood was basically like your team being up in the fourth quarter with two minutes left, ready to go take a knee, and the refs come in and say, No, 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 we're gonna add 20 minutes to the fourth quarter so the other team can try and come back. And that was a good that was a good analogy to put it in like layman's terms, but also, it's just like people, the normal human does not have the knowledge of what some of these like hedge funds and Wall Street people have. That's why the rich continue to get richer. Like 
our school systems, our college systems, they're not, they don't teach you how to like invest your money intelligently, or at least learn about the markets. Like it's a very important skill if you want to have your money grow it by itself, you know? So like now that us normal retailers or us normal humans are now engulfed in, in whatever Wall Street bets are just learning about the market and and smart and, and way to ways to invest. I mean, this, this isn't obvious. This is more of like, I guess, a casino right now. You know, this isn't like, you know, what happened is this week was not like a, hey, a long-term, this is your intelligent investment. But like, hey, if you did have, if you pay attention enough in that Wall Street bets forum or you had intelligent information enough, like, hey, like, I can see this movement taking enough to like, they can fight against shorts. Like if you're smart enough in that realm, like this wasn't like the most outrageous decision for you to dump money in, but also like other people no. are like, just like see if you Dogecoin, you're just tossing some money. Like it's like a casino for you. It's like placing a bet, but like, it's not, it's not going to hurt this you. Week, you're uh, expecting this... to lose it. But if you hit, if you hit, you hit, you know, the market <laughs> got turned into like a slot machine this week. Like, yes. All right, yeah. Throw 20 bucks in, pull the lever. You might, you might hit big and it hit and the lever hit. Yeah. And now all the people that have to pay out, the casino has to yeah. pay out and they're all pissed off. It's insane. But yeah, I, it's wild. Just, I, I never seen Twitter like of all sides galvanized to like one. I mean, one. It's not, not in a long time since obviously like, the, the climate of the world just being so divided on both sides. This is like the one time like it was like seeing everyone agree on, on anything today is weird. And it happened with this. Mm-hmm. It was wild. Bad, uh, bad blip for the suits again, right? Well, the other suit thing with uh, back of the Call Our Daddy podcast, the suits got a bad name, and now the yeah, the suits are back, back in the limelight. I mean, this this is what this is how they made their millions, and then the public finds out, and they're like, "Nah, you guys can't do that. Only we, only yeah. we can do that." <laughs> Unreal. Anyway, today interview. Oh wait, just kidding. I'm so not used to this. Interview already happened on Thursday's pod. If you if you're if you're confused why the interview is on Thursdays, I'll reiterate again. Joey and I love doing two pods a week with the NFL pod and then the normal pod back during the NFL season. So we figured, hey, why not split up our podcast so the length isn't too too long on one and we'll make it two. And we'll do the interview by itself during the week on Thursdays so you guys can hear the cool, the cool content first and then It'll pump you up for coming to listen to the normal guys blab around about sports in the normal episode on Sunday. So we're open to feedback. If you don't like it, like let us know. But I think it's it's gotten some good traction. There's a good amount of listens that have that have turned out this week already. Um, and I think it's going to be fun. And I think it'll be better for the listener experience and not have to listen to us for two hours. It'll break up your weeks more. It'll give you some more content to sit at work or sit at home and listen while you're trying to kill some time during the cold winters if you're up here in the northeast but or if you're laying on a beach down in florida where i wish i was but it was with trey harris by the way atlanta braves minor leaguer 2019 minor leaguer of the year for the braves organization yes that is correct joe went to a university in missouri and got drafted in the 32nd round of 2018 mlb draft and we want to shout out greg collin our former interviewee and sauce pod listener and Baltimore Orioles minor leaguer who played with him in the Braves organization before he got moved over to Baltimore. So thank you, Greg traded his fair share of chirping you during the pod. When he, when he said that Greg had the MLB, the show stock, yeah. like generic stance uh, one. <laughs> yeah. Generic stance one. 
I was dying. I love you, Greg, because your generic stance makes you mash baseballs. But I mean, yeah, we, funny. we can rip on because like it doesn't matter. <laughs> the guy still bats five billion every year, so it doesn't matter what we say. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we do get into victory lap, I want to. I, I was forget this at the beginning. I just wanted to ask everyone who listens to please go on the Apple Podcast app, pause us right now, subscribe to us, share us, like us, review us. We're trying to continue to grow, um, and the only way we're going to do that outside of us trying to help ourselves is for, for you all to help us. So thank you in advance for that. But um, last bit of news, t-shirts are officially ordered. I plugged in my card info on Friday nights. They should be done as I was told by the company by Friday. So this upcoming Friday, um, I'm going to go pick them up. The, the, the production company's kind of close to me in Hoboken, so I'm going to go pick them up. It's going to be a kid on Christmas morning opening a gift. And then um, we will be – I'm for anyone who lives in Rochester that listens, the next time I'm kind of, kind of, I come home, I'm just going to bring them all with me that way. We can save on some uh, shipping and just get to see people. Save you Say on hello. shipping too. Yeah. Um, I hope it's not too much to ask everyone if we ask for a couple extra bucks for shipping for t-shirts for those I do have to ship to. So if it's that much of an issue, let me know, but it should only be like five bucks extra per shirt if I'm shipping, but I'm going to do my best to hand deliver as many as I can. Cause I want to, and you all, you all listeners deserve a hand delivered t-shirt if I can make it to you. <laughs> so other than that, Jojo, we already touched upon the saw stocks. I like that segment name, by the way. Maybe we'll maybe we'll just touch upon some stocks each week. You do not want to listen to me about this stuff. I will lose you the money I lost. <laughs> what I recommend we could just talk about oh, what's going on in the world. I think it's fun. I think it's exciting. You might see I Joey Coffee on Boys Down Bad with my my, my <laughs> Boys Down Bad Dark Red. Is, is that a thing? <laughs> Boys Down Bad. The dudes that dudes down bad. That's all. Oh, if you don't, that's a great account on Twitter. Is it? Just it? Guys getting like we'll try to DM girls and they just get like. Oh, down or roasted you are you're, you're the you, you're the twitter king like you i don't go down rabbit holes a lot on twitter so i always appreciate when you find a good a good one that you share with the boys but um moving on to the ncaa in the big three lap rest in peace john cheney legendary temple head coach 89 years old another one lost in the sports industry this year he's been he was the usb wa coach of the year twice in 87 and 89 he won a natty in 78 at a Division II school. Um, and he's famously known, obviously, for turning the Temple basketball program around and making them what they were out of the scene. But the uh, the famous almost fight with Coach Calipari, um, God, I think it was back in the 90s, late, late, late 80s, early 90s. And they almost fought on the press conference, like, like, scene. like John Calipari was doing his press conference, and Coach Cheney came out. And literally just started chirping them, and they almost fought. So I'm not sure if you've seen that video or not, but it's Mm-mm. absolutely hilarious. And yeah, rest in peace to him because he's a he's a college hoops legend. Um, For sure. COVID news, obviously, is that new strain or whatever. I, again, I don't. I'm sorry, I don't pay attention enough to the news. It's super ignorant of me, but I know there's this new strain going around, and uh, Michigan players are pissed because they shut down. Like their whole athletic department essentially, because there was, like a, there was allegedly a new strain of COVID within the department. So hopefully Michigan can get back on track because their basketball team is very, very good this year. 
And I know some Michigan fans close to me that are not happy about that. But let's hope everyone stays safe <laughs> and uh, can get back and plant some hopes. I still, I still, I'm like, I'm still like a week, a week off of college basketball. I'll be in it next week. Yeah. It's almost time. Once February hits, we, we said this last week or two weeks ago. Once February hits, it's go time. Uh, Dougie Marone. Is, is Bama just on the, uh, let's hire all the fired college coaches train? Cause now they have Doug Marone as their O-line coach. I think they got Billy O'Brien, right? Last week or two weeks ago. So Saban is just loading up. With uh, fired NFL coaches. Yeah, I mean, regardless, they're they're gonna be good no matter what. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this helps. Hey, come to this school in case you're wondering if Bama's gonna be good after this year. Like, by the way, we just hired two NFL head coaches on our staff. Like, okay, I'm coming. Uh, finishing up with some college hoops news. Some upsets this week. Iowa got dropped by Illinois on Friday night. That's a big one. Um, Oklahoma dropped Texas. Auburn beat Mizzou. So a lot of parity in the in, in in college basketball at this point, as there always is in conference play when you have a good conference outside of Gonzaga, who still seems untouchable. Um, they do play Saturday, or yeah, actually they played yesterday. And if you're listening on Sunday, so maybe they get upset, but I highly doubt it. Other than that, my Buckeyes are looking nice, Joey. And I haven't paid attention much to college hoops yet, but uh, do not sleep on the Buckeyes. Yeah, Syracuse does stink. <laughs> Stinky. That's all right. You said set the bar low enough for Q. Sometimes they can they can trip over it and overachieve. But yeah, if they if they get in, they're always it's crazy. They're always always a threat somehow when they when they get in. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if, I don't know if they'll get in this year. I'm, as I, I didn't know what the ACC is looking like right now for standings. It's not the best, put it that way. Your your blue, your blue bloods aren't playing like blue bloods. Hint hint, Duke, North Carolina. Is that can I like chirp Duke now? I can't do that. I don't know. That's your call. No, I'm not, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna chirp them. They're just not playing well. UFC boxing world. This is gonna be this is gonna be interesting. Yeah, take it away, Joey. I gotta get a sip of water. Yeah, man. I mean, all right. So we got Jake Paul fighting Ben Askren, who is older now. And I'm not too tuned into UFC, the fighting world. I do enjoy it, but I'm not like dialed into it. My memories of Ben Askren are him, are him just getting absolutely slumped out. But apparently, he's like one. Of, he's regarded as one of the best. I think he's. I think grappler, wrestlers. I don't know if I'm wrong. Sue me. Um, he's obviously much more respected than Jake Paul in the fighting world right now. But Jake Paul, dude. I mean. This is a fight. Ben As- Ben Askren must he must need a paycheck stat because there, there's no reason why he would take this fight. Because if he wins, he's supposed to win. He's a like a legit fighter, been doing it his whole life. Jake Paul just started boxing. I know, I know it's not a UFC for Askren, but it's still it's still a combat sport. Um, so if you win, you're supposed to. And if Jake Paul slumps you, that's a bad bad look. So. Again, he's doing it for the money, I'm assuming, and I would too. It's it's, it's going to make boatloads in pay-per-view. Jake Paul is just – Jake Paul is the, the king of the internet right now. Whether you hate his guts or not, him and his brother Logan Paul, like they are like the kings of the internet. They have millions upon millions of followers on every single social media site. 
billions of views on every video they post pretty much across all the platforms. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't know who I want to win. I personally don't, I don't like Jake Paul as a person. I respect that he, he knows what he's doing. The kid's a genius with the, with the, with the internet. He's definitely a douchebag, but he's like, he knows how to get eyeballs online. But I don't know. I just see, I think it's a lose-lose for Askren and, and Jake Paul in their hand. He can't lose because if he loses, it's like, okay, well, I was supposed to lose. And if he wins, now he's going to keep talking his shit and like, okay, mm-hmm. I want, I want the next guy. I want, then he's going to keep making millions, millions, millions. And if he keeps winning fights, you're going to have to like consider him like a decent fighter. If not a good fighter, if he keeps beating like legit guys, obviously Nate Robinson's not a fighter, but he still murdered him basically. Murdered him. <laughs> um, still is a professional. Still is a like, like the thing about Nate Robinson though, that he still is a top like 0.0001% athlete on planet earth. Like you play yeah, in the NBA, like, you want a dunk contest. Like, Actually, that's why a lot of the a lot yeah. of the UFC guys and boxing guys are like like it doesn't matter if you're like a good athlete you you, right. you have to know how to fight to an extent like you can't just be like jacked like yeah it'll it'll help I guess but like you can't throw a punch properly if you can't like block yourself properly you're gonna get you're gonna get smoked mm-hmm. and whether you again what, again what about Jake Paul whether you like him or not like it appears that he has been putting like all his time into like he moved he moved back I think to Ohio he left Hollywood to go back home to like box. Like, I think he's just boxing now. So like he's putting some, he's putting effort into it. And like, it, I mean, I, I know Ben Askren's going to be fully trained because he's, he's, he's a legit fighter, but Nate Robinson went in that fight. Like, Oh, I'm just, I'm cut. I can fight this kid and beat him up. And he got dropped. <laughs> I don't like, know what the, yeah, I don't know. The, the, it was lose, lose for Nate Robinson. I mean, not lose, lose, but like the risk for Nate Robinson was a lot more than the reward. I'd say, right. Well, like Jake, Jake Paul, is the king of just putting himself, no matter what, he comes out the winner. And again, he's a, he's definitely a douchebag, but he's like he's an internet genius. Yeah, he can't. Askren Askren said he's a pretend. Uh, Askren called out Jake Paul saying he's a pretend fighter, and they'll have rude awakening, and he's gonna put his dreams. Yeah, to but him. again, though, so, must be talk crazy. that kind of shit. And if he loses, like that is bad. Because mm-hmm. then all the UFC guys, like you're basically you're you're out of that loop. Like they won't, they'll never respect him again for losing mm-hmm. to some YouTuber. Getting, if he beats him up again, I know it's boxing, but again, still, it's like Ben Askren should win this fight. So I don't know. We'll see. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It is. This, this thing is gonna make this thing's gonna get. I don't know. It won't get Floyd money, box office, but it's gonna do. It's gonna get. I think damn near close. Like Jake Paul gets eyeballs. Yeah, he does get eyeballs. And another fight coming up too. I didn't put this in the notes, but we have uh, Canseco and Billy Football coming up. I believe the first week. I believe the next weekend. I think right. I think it's the first weekend of February. So they'll be going at it. They are I'm so polar happy. opposites. So Canseco's for those of you who don't know Jose Canseco, former baseball player, juice head. He was one of like the the whistleblowers of. Hey, we're all doing steroids right he was now. Like the, he wrote the book. Yeah. He was he was the whistleblower. So he's what almost sixty years old now. He's still jacked. I'm sure he's on plenty of roids or testosterone, whatever. Well, um, Billy maybe... football. Billy football is gonna fight him. He's the he's one of the interns for Pardon My Take podcast of Big Cat and PFT, and he's not he's not a small dude himself. 
He's oh. same height, same height as Canseco, just given up like 40 pounds, but it's it's probably a good 40 pounds because he's and, more in and shape than a college athlete. 40, 40 years advantage. <laughs> yeah, 40 pounds, 40 years, and then still a college athlete. So I'm pulling from Billy football. I know you are too. Canseco can go. He keeps tweeting every day. He tweets. He's like, he goes like, like at Big Cat, at PFT. If you guys keep running your mouth, like I'll beat, I'll beat your ass too after the fight. And then Big Cat goes, you're a, he's like, you're a meanie. Like he's like, stop bullying me. <laughs> But now he's going just after just impossible to chirp them. He's going after uh Carabas and Dallas Braden now for their I saw that saying that they're a fake podcast, like they don't know they don't know baseball. Yeah. And <laughs> Jared Carabas, he posted a picture of him like flexing. And he's he's pretty big. He's not like he's he's shorter, but he's he looks kind of Carabas always talks about on his podcast. I listened to it. They, he always talks about how he only does he only does arms. Like he doesn't do like yeah. there's nothing. He goes, I only do arms. No, he was. He's not like, a small yeah. dude. He got he's got good arms. He got big arms. He's like you like you you know not having washed up like rat he's like i'll kill you he's like he's after billy fights you i'll kill you after too or something like that. <laughs> that, that that's it's gonna so be special too. and the fact that it's it. rough and rowdy so it's like it's just no rules it's just absolute straight up brawl like just like slug fest like no jabs they're gonna be both throwing just complete haymakers trying to kill each other that's gonna be fun it will be it will be other than that right to the big four we go Feels weird not having an interview to go to, but we will start off with the NFL, Joe. I wanted to skip this sport as a whole. Mm -hmm. I'm still struggling mentally from my Packers loss. Um, I'm not going to blame the refs. I know that was a lot of controversy at the end of the game when the Packers didn't get a hold. Yeah, that's one play. I do do agree that one specific moment the Packers should have had a flag and it probably could have changed the game because Rodgers did throw a pick at that point. However, I'm not much of a ref blamer because I always, I'm the one who's like, listen, there's plenty of other times during the game that game. you could have you could have made you could have made plays to not make that ref play be the one that you talk about. So, um, this is tough. Rodgers is now I think one and four. NFC championship games each one of those that they've lost I think their defense has given up uh I think it was 50 against the Falcons um another what, what was this game 31 I think it was when they lost to the Seahawks well that was when they dropped the uh onside kick so that was should have been a dub and then the Giants won the Giants won their magical Super Bowl so um another one down Two of the greatest quarterbacks in all time the Green Bay Packers have had over the past 29 years, longer than I've been alive, only two Super Bowl wins, only three appearances. Rodgers arguably is is the greatest talent that we've seen maybe until Patty Mahomes, just in terms of we versatility. Gotta, we got to talk about that. Efficiency. Talk about what? The whole Rodgers being the most talented QB ever. It's like, I get it. No, listen to me. Don't to, I don't want to hear your argument because individually, no individual talent. You take, you strip away, I, I like know, team, that, everything, efficiency know, wise. Like yes, but that argument holds no merit whatsoever. That argument it, is so dead. That was an argument like five years ago when he was still had like a career left, like a, like a long term career. I think he still he still has juice. Put it, he's gonna win the MVP this year as he should have. I think he has like two or three two. I think he has two more like legit shots at a ring. After that, it's like you don't you don't know. Once you're once you're 40 and above, it's like it's 
I know Brady's doing it, but he's an anomaly. I promise you, Joe, if I'm Aaron Rodgers was on the Patriots with I'm, a defense his entire career, I, I promise you that. he would be doing the same thing. I'm just telling you that I don't know. Not that not that you're being biased. I mean, he's your guy. I'm, and I, it's I a, do it's just, it's I know statistic- I'm not saying I'm not, you are I'll, I'll be I'm very unbiased. It's just a statistical fact. He has I understand in, that in the super in the playoff modern history area, he is the most efficient quarterback know, of all time. That coupled with the worst defense and special teams of all time. The argument, the argument's dead. Rodgers has Rogers has his place in history. You can it's it's done. You you can you cannot say he's the most talented QB because whether you not whether you like Brady or not, in the sport of football to go to ten Super Bowls, I know it's a t- it, it, a lot of it relies on his team, but I don't know. I'm not. I never once discredited Tom Brady. No, I know. I know. I'm speaking more so of like the general public argument of like who's the like who's the greatest of all time. Like, it already was Brady. Now it is most certainly without a like. A sliver of a doubt. Tom Brady is by far and away the number one quarterback. He didn't even play that history. well, though. Like, what? What? What did he it, show? It doesn't, it doesn't. What matter. did he show? What did he show you last game? It doesn't matter, bro. He's forty-five going to a Super Bowl. He's forty-three. I, I don't care. And Rogers is thirty-seven, winning an MVP. So, Dude. wait, wait till Rogers is at that point. He may still. Be, he may be playing the same thing too. I'm just telling you, it's just the Rogers. Like, it's just it's a played out argument. I get what you're coming from. Aaron Rodgers has his. Aaron Rodgers will, will go down as as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, as he should. The whole like most talented QB ever, yada yada yada. The argument, I think it it, it has it has to be ended because it's just it doesn't matter anymore. You have to win. If he's that talented, then he should be able to carry a subpar defense to more championships. He did. He has he's done it his entire career. He has one. He has one ring. He had bro. Wait, he ha- have you like looked at his defenses? I but you're arguing for him being he's the he's the god he's he's the god of QBs talent wise he should be able to. Tom carry- Brady has never not had a defense. I'm going back to your initial argument saying that he's the most talented ever. Then that if that's the case, that should be able to carry bad defenses championships. I'm just saying that not always, dude. You can't, you can't, you cannot expect him to win putting up 50. You cannot say he's the most talented quarterback ever. Then he he would be the guy to transcend a bad defense if that was the case. He has done it his entire career by becoming the most efficient quarterback. He has, has he's done ring. No, he is the most efficient quarterback of all time. (laughs) He had, then he had to, he had to do more. He can't, he he can't. What else is he supposed to do? Tom Brady didn't even do that much. I'm telling you, I just, I'm, t- I'm, me, I'm telling you, I'm telling you the numbers the of, of it. Both, I'm outside the bubble of both Brady and Rogers. They're, they're, neither are my guys. The argument is just, it's, it's got, it, it has to end. It holds no merit. I don't, it, I know the stats are there, but if he's, if he's that, if he's that amazing, he needs to have more than one ring. Is all I'm saying to hold any merit with that. Like the whole, the, the argument of like, Oh, Brady's the greatest, but like, Rodgers is the most talented. That's that's done. The argument is over. It has to be over. You can over. you can say it's over. It's never going to be over. For you, it's not. Which I, I, it's not. I was, it's just not going to be over. It can be over if for I you. Was in your place, I'd be the same way. I get it. But it's not over. It's just but it's in your face. And no Listen, one wants to understand. It. You know, what I'll give Tom Brady is he's the greatest leader of all time, and he will make a team play Tom better. Brady's, and maybe Rodgers doesn't do that well Tom enough. The best where, quarterback of all time. By, he is by, the best winner. Lance, we'll say he's the best winner. Not, I'm not gonna. I'm, I will never accept that. He's the best winner of all time. I will say that. 
talent, the best individual the best. talent, not the best of all time. <laughs> I, I mean, there's a difference. There is a difference. There's a hundred percent difference you, between to, being an individual talent and a winner. To you, there I, is. Ro- Aaron Rodgers is not the best winner of all time. He's, in my opinion, the best talent behind Patrick Mahomes. That just it's so it's so like contradicting. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. Because Mahomes is going to have a shit ton more rings than Rodgers will. I'm sure then he'll be the best, he'll be the best talent and best winner of all time, and he'll be the go because he has both. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I am not by any means an anti-Rogers guy. I'm just saying that argument now I think has reached its limit where it's, you can't you can't use that anymore. It's done. I mean, dude, ten Super Bowls is that's. I I agree with you. You're. I think you're missing my point. You're missing my point. I'm. I'm. I'm I get solidifying no, I'm, I'm Tom Brady as the go. Argument is done. It's stupid. Yes, it's Rod, not stupid. Everyone knows Rogers is talented, but to He's not in the same breath as Tom Brady. He never will be. He can't be. Dude, uh, you're not listening to me. Winning-wise, yes, I 100% agree. Tom Brady is the GOAT. GOAT, no, GOAT, 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 GOAT. Quarterback. I'm saying individual talent. Individual can't, talent. It does not matter. Yes, you me. can. Yes, you can. You can say whatever the brain. fuck you want. He has a losing record when it matters. I He's understand. Not, you're very correct. You're very if correct. If he's that good, he shouldn't, then those stats shouldn't be the way he, they are. Oh, my. You're not. Okay. We're moving on because you're not listening to me. We're moving on. You're, you're just your bias, which is fine. That he's your guy. I'd be, the, I'd be I understand my bias. I am throwing my bias out. I am telling you, he physically has done more than any other quarterback has ever done statistically, and he still can't Literally do not. it. He stinks when it matters. <laughs> His record's horrible. He he stinks when it matters. He just threw for three hundred some odd yards and three touchdowns. Tom Brady's passer rating was four hundred. Tom Brady had a worse day than Aaron Rodgers by thirty passer rating points. He so so what does that say? What does that say? He won the game. He didn't win anything. He threw three picks and threw an easy touchdown at the end of a half. I don't know, man. Like, wh- what do you like? What do you, what do you mean? His defense won in that game and put him in the best position possible on the best Not position always in the, the field. Defense. <laughs> what do you mean? It was. He I mean, made first, a couple good first, plays. I'll give him half, that. The first half, we should move on. But the first half, he absolutely embarrassed you guys. But we should move on from this because it's going to get the same thing being said over and over again. No one wants to listen, but that's okay. Anyway, um, other than that, the team just played horrible on defense. Mike it's Patton, he's gone. No, it's all been said. Everyone Mike knows. Pat- Mike Patton's gone. They did not resign him. Um, after that halftime call, Scotty Miller beat him deep. And when you give Tom the space like that with no safety at halftime, done. Um the Gronk catch towards the end was a dagger in my heart because he didn't show up all day, and all of a sudden there was Gronk in the fourth quarter. JPP murdered him. I don't know. It was just no Bakhtiari death. All been beat, here. I, it's all been beaten to death. Everyone yeah. knows what happened. I can't sad get over day. it. It is a sad day. I really thought this was the year, but whatever. Um, Rodgers did put the fire out, though, on what he said post-game on the McAfee show on Tuesday. He's like, he was just... I'm not planning on going anywhere. The coaching said I'm not going. He's not going anywhere. He wants to be there. So hopefully that doesn't change within the next seven, eight months. Um, other than that, I just wanted to point out some of the scared boy coaching moves we saw during this playoffs because of the the field goal choice that Lafleur had. And I love Matt Lafleur. I just think he should have put the ball in Rogers' hands. You want um, him? Saw, yeah, <laughs> I want him. Saw, I would want him going. I mean, yeah. That was. I don't know that. I mean, I loved him up until that point. I, I'm not going to hate him for one play, but that was the uh, biggest play of the uh, biggest play that you could have had. So that very well could have been Rogers' last snap 
taken in like a meaningful game to win a ring and he ruined it <laughs> like yeah, it was solely lafleur's fault like there's you, he literally can't hide from that like even if you didn't get it they start on their own what eight yard line and you're still down the, yeah, you have to score was, anyway the field goal didn't matter you know what i mean one of the most memorable all-time worst calls i can think of in a game that like i know we gave gruden a lot of shit when he kicked when worse he kicked than blake snell getting pulled Almost but as bad as Blake Snell getting pulled in the in the World Series. <laughs> this this is way way worse, <laughs> way worse. You have legit, like, you you have Aaron Rodgers with the ball, a chance to win the game, or sorry, tie the game, and kick a field goal. That's that's I mean, that's gonna be with him his whole life. Whether he wins a ring or not, he's still gonna get knocked down a lot of pegs for that call. And I think he probably got so so caught up on the fact that the defense had just picked off Tom twice in a row. Like you can't stop Tom that many times in a row. Like he was due for a drive down the field, and that's what exactly what happened. And even if you kick the field goal, okay, you make it. You still have to score a touchdown again to win. So you might as well try and go for it there, and give them the ball on their own eight yeah, instead of a normal. Overall bad. Yeah, bad. But Bills, going back to some of the other playoffs, Bills like, are sorry. That is yeah, very sorry. McDermott Bills, kicking the field goal. Bills looked like they were just so deflated. It was miserable to watch. Yeah, like if that, and everyone if that fumble on the punt didn't give them the juice they need. Like we we can legit win this game, and I don't think Buffalo was like nervous or they didn't think that they, they can win with that play that punt where Hardman dropped it and the Bills scored. If that did not get them like over the hump, like yo, boys, like let's go to the Super Bowl. Like we can do this. It wasn't meant to be because they were flat as flat could be. The rest of that like it was. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted Buffalo to win so bad because. Mahomes, Mahomes is going to be there forever. Yep. And I think Josh Allen can be that guy too. But like when you're the city of Buffalo and your whole history has been just misery and this is your chance, you have to capitalize on it. Not, I think Josh Allen will get plenty of more shots to win a ring. He didn't play well enough. It's plain and simple. He didn't play well enough. And he knows it. And it was very apparent. He was play, play calling was bad. It's just like, and like it's, hard to, it's hard to knock on a defense because like, nobody can stop the Chiefs. Right. So it's hard to knock on them. But yeah, the play calling on offense was just really lame. wasn't like it was it wasn't Bills. It wasn't like creative. It wasn't like letting uh, like Allen be Allen. It was just, I don't know. It was, it was a weird game. I surprised that McDermott, not that it's all his fault, but let the guys just not be like. I don't know. I don't want to say they weren't up for the game, but it, it appeared that that they weren't, which is weird to say. But I'm sure they were, but they didn't play like it. Mm-hmm. That was, it, sad. It was. I really I want Buffalo to win really bad. So did I. They, I mean, and people were like, oh, well, they were down anyway. They should just kick the field goal when they were down. It's like, no, you're going to get blown out anyway. You have to go for points against them. Field goals will never be. Yes. Never, Mah- ever, if, ever. If Mahomes, if Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and Andy Reid are on are part of the Chiefs, they will, they'll let you kick 100 field goals. They will still slaughter you. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was like almost like they were trying to not lose by that much you know they were trying to kick the field goal to keep it somewhat worse. like look to make it look close it's like nah you're gonna get blown on anyway you might as well goals go will never it. beat the chiefs if the yeah. if they have this team field goals will never beat them never mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so just to show you man it happened and it happened in the um the titans baltimore game when Vrabel had an opportunity to give Derek Henry the ball in fourth and two like a lot of these coaches like that are praised all year get into these big moments and that just goes to show you how much different it is to play in these big moments and compete and execute in these big moments and have the cojones to freaking say, Hey, we're going for it, you know, or we're throwing this pass or it has to, man. It's insane. That I know, I know it's, it, 
NFL coaching is a lot of hindsight being 2020 where it's like in the moment, it's like, obviously it's crunch time. Like, damn it. What the hell do I do here? But and then looking back at the day after you're going to get roasted either way. If you don't go for it, you're going to get roasted. You go for it. Don't get it. You're going to get roasted, but that's just, that's the nature of the job. If you can't handle that, you shouldn't be a coach in any sport, but especially in the NFL. Um, but yeah, man, like, with the way the playoffs were this this year, it was really cool. I think, I think more so than any year, I feel like every team kind of had a, had like had their guy, like the Titans had Henry. Like mm-hmm. I feel like, and weird to say, that, I feel like the Saints were the more were the most like like team. I guess like, like team energy. Like they, like Breeze isn't is not Breeze anymore. Like, like he's not like the guy talent. But they had like, like the hey, let's win it for Breeze like. Narrative. I know, but I feel like, you know, they I feel like Camara, every, team, every you know? team had their guy. Like Buffalo, Buffalo has Josh Allen. The Packers yeah. have Rodgers. I guess the Rams didn't really when either. When it comes down to crunch time, yeah, it's true. But when it defensively, comes to though, they're, time, they're like, the defensive team. Like, you, you have to give like give your give your due to your absolute freak show stud. Give him the ball. You lose, you lose. You win, you're a legend. Right. You have exactly. to give the guy the ball. Exactly. Like no one, no one would have got mad at the Titans if they hadn't Derek Henry right. that ball. No I mean, one would have got yeah. mad at the Bills if they didn't get exactly. that field goal. No Packers fan would have got mad if they didn't get that touchdown there, Rogers. Like it's like basketball. Who's taking that last shot? Like in football, this is the one time where you can compare it to an individualistic sport like basketball. It's like you got to give this dude the ball and like let him make a play. Right, That's yeah. it. It's very simple. But I mean, you know, on the other, on the other side of the coin, though, it's like, hey, I trust my defense to make plays to get stops. Like that, yeah. That's that's where you walk the line as a coach, and you have to – once you make your decision, you do or die with it. You know what I mean? I just think it's like sometimes the decision is so in your face, and you see this a lot with, like, like draft picks and, like, p- player signings. It's like sometimes the right decision is so in your face, they just, like, overthink mm-hmm. it so much, have that paralysis yeah. analysis, and they just go against it. And then it just blows up in their face. So it's easy, easy, it's easy also for us to be the armchair coaches and the armchair play oh, callers yeah. now. But it's I think it's I think it's a very I think it's a very like reasonable take that we have though. It's like you put the ball in your players' hands in the moments that are the biggest, and that's that's why you win. That's why the Pats have won with Tom Brady so much. That's why they yeah. might win again. That's why the Chiefs have won and are gonna continue winning again. Like they're going to just give the dude the ball that they trust the most when it needs to happen. So, but it's going to be a great was, Super Bowl. It was a great day at football. Yeah, it was. It's going to be a great Super Bowl. Like, I, I don't want to take yes. anything. I know I'm obviously pissed as a Packers. I'm not taking anything away from the Bucs. They assembled a freaking great team. They're whoever, their GM that deserves a pat on the back for bringing in a ton of stud veteran defensive players, assembling an arsenal around Tom Brady in the passing game. And then when, and then, I mean, Fournette looked good again. He reserved, I mean, he, that one Boy, touchdown he had was insane. The spin move freaking juked out Jaya Alexander. Like it's going to be a hell of a Super Bowl. Um, I'll, I'll be over being salty, like come next Sunday by then I'll be ready to watch it. But right now I just have no energy, <laughs> yeah. but uh, player news. Witten retiring again. Who cares? Yeah. Just wanted to mention it. Thanks, no, I Jason. Know. I don't care. Thanks again. Thanks again, Jason. Go back to the booth. Uh, Rams QB. Do not go back to the booth. <laughs> Actually, you're right. Don't. You're horrible. <laughs> you're bad. That's why, probably, that's probably why he came back. Um, Rams QB competition, huh? Ugh. Wolford and Goff. If you're Jared Goff, get in the mind Rams are, no, Rams are no man's land right now. Yeah. What If you're Jared Goff right now, what are you thinking? Well, I don't Holy know. Holy shit. An XFL dude is about to take my job. Dude, I don't know. Goff and Wentz are just stupid idiots. They are they, they the worst or the I don't know. I've been worse picks, but them going one two is just so poetic. How they both just have crumbled. 
since being the ball two I mean, well, I mean, once has a ring, not because he played, but like Jared Goff had an opportunity to win a ring. That's how good that football team was around Jared Goff. That they they literally like picked him up and carried him to a Super Bowl, and then he just couldn't do it. That is a that is such a forgettable game. It's I, oh my god, it was the worst. Such game. a forgettable like, that game might as well not even happened. I know. I don't know. I would not. The Rams is like that defense every year. It's going to get worse. Like as defenses age quickly, and they're a really good defense, but every year they're, they're going to get worse and worse. And it's like you better figure out the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about Chad Wheeler from the Seahawks or no? He was. Yeah, the, we should. Yeah. This guy's an absolute piece of shit. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't forever. want to give him. I don't want to give him the time of day if we didn't want to. But no, but it should be because when stuff like this happened with like. Ray Rice, no, the the list names itself. Everyone knows yeah. the NFL cases like domestic abuse. This guy's up there. This guy should be in jail forever. Should be out of the league. Should be paid. Should be, should honestly be forced to give back any money he earned playing for the Seahawks. Um, but yeah, hopefully he just hopefully he rots in jail forever. Sure, if you don't know, this guy's a lineman, so he's six four plus three hundred plus, absolute mountain of a of a human, almost beats his girlfriend or, uh, or wife. I don't let me know what she was. And I'm sorry, I don't know what she was, their relation was, but almost beat her to death. And like, allegedly he was, he was trying to kill her. And like, yeah, was he, like she was unconscious. He didn't, as this this yeah. guy's, this guy's the worst guy of all time. She had to run to the bath. From what I read in the article, ran in the bathroom, locked herself in there. And he like picked the lock and like got in the bathroom. Like, oh, I mean, he could, he could have ate the door. This guy could have yeah. knocked down a house by himself. This guy's a, a mammoth. These, yeah. he, I feel like if you, Obviously, you know how big linemen are, but like, if you ever see an offensive lineman, like an NFL offensive lineman, they they are like three normal humans mushed into one. They are humongous people, humongous, like abnormally large humans. And this yes. girl, obviously, is nowhere near the size of he was, and it's just yeah, not throw him in jail, rotten hell, get him out. Just yeah, these guys, this guy's the absolute worst. Yeah, the Seahawks already cut him, but oh, he he should be he should be forced to. Obviously, he's not getting paid a salary, but he should be forced to give back every penny he made in the NFL. Because with, with with guys like this, you know, it was not the first time that he's been caught doing stuff like he's been yeah. probably doing this his whole life. Well, he had a bipolar disorder, and according again to the article that There's I read, no, it says he didn't take his. No, I'm, I'm saying he didn't take. No, <laughs> no he, he wasn't taking his med. I'm not. I'm not like letting no, him I off know, the hook. I'm just telling you, like he had disorder and did not take his meds, and like that's you have there. There's medications yeah. for a reason to help you keep mentally sane and there's no excuse for what he did obviously no, doesn't right i take my meds like there's not like that's not an excuse but mm-hmm. it's unfortunate that this happens all too often like not all too often but more often than it ever should happen so yeah um back to the on-field stuff with deshaun watson nikki cass says Deshaun ain't going nowhere. Deshaun has removed all Houston Texans related stuff from his like Instagram or Twitter bio. I saw that this morning. So we have a, we have a nice uh, off season drama folks in case you needed one. Here it is. It's down in Houston and Deshaun Watson wants out and coach and GM say, you're not going anywhere. So this stalemate. Is I just, I don't know. A, I don't know. I feel bad for the kid. Cause I feel, I love Deshaun Watson. I'm on his side a hundred percent. And He's in a bad spot right now because he bad spot. He literally like people didn't talk about him. Like he low key was one like top five, top four quarterback yeah. this and season. He's twenty five yeah. years. He's gonna be yeah. a freak show for another ten years, guaranteed, barring yeah. barring injuries. 
but he's in a bad spot. Like, I don't want to say he played all his cards too fast, but it's like these guys who have these big contracts and like, it's like the NBA is much, you see a lot more because rosters are way smaller. It's like, it's much more in your face when the NBA guys are like, you know, I want to trade, get me out of here, yada, yada, yada. Because teams only have 12 dudes who even suit up half the time of these games. So like every moves can get made, I think, quicker in the NBA because there's less movement of players. Like NFL, NFL history, like trades are very rare as it is anyway. And for a guy like him, obviously Houston does not want to trade him. But at the same time, he's pissed off. He's, his heart's not going to be in it. His head's not going to be in the game for you guys. So I don't know. I don't know what happens. I, I hope he. I hope he gets out. I just think Houston's gonna. Houston has. Houston has every right to not trade him. But at the same time, I don't know why they wouldn't just try and save face. Okay, okay, just we'll just get a. Just give us like four first round picks, and we got. You got to go from somewhere because. I don't know. I just hope he doesn't get screwed over. And right now, it's looking like he's gonna get screwed and end up playing for Houston. And I don't know. Tough to play football when your heart's not in it. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're the franchise quarterback. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. But good offseason drama to follow. I hope it, hope it works out. Uh, other than that, Houston, speaking of Houston, they did hire David Cauley from Baltimore. He's been in, he's been a coach for 27 years and didn't matter to Deshaun. He said it doesn't matter who's, who we're hiring. <laughs> I'm not staying. Yeah. But we'll see uh, how good it is. Cully is a persuading. Um, and then I mentioned earlier the Packers part ways with Mike Patton. See ya. Don't know how you can come back after that one. But MLB, brother. Big news. Woke up this morning. Nolan Arenado to the St. Louis Cardinals. Crazy. Leaving Colorado. RIP the Rockies. Yeah. <laughs> Losing LeMahieu and Arenado and two year or three years is not what you want to see. So that's a big move for Oof. the Cardinals who were on the brink of being really solid last year. I believe they made the wild card round, right? Last I think year, they were wild card. Yeah. They're feisty, dude. You just brought in the best third baseman in the league on your team. You're immediately catapulting yourself into He's the conversation. So yep. And now they have an opportunity to trend upwards while the Cubs are seemingly, you know, they're who knows the pirates, who knows? Ugh, then, horrible. Reds, yeah. Reds are like Reds are Reds are fighting. They yeah, but they just, they're losing Trevor Bauer. They ain't, I know. He, ain't back. he ain't come back. I don't, listen, I don't think I, so. I'd be surprised. So Carlos have a chance to come in and be back. Yeah, which I think is great for baseball because they're one of the. Well, yeah, if you're a Cubs fan, you hate them, but I think yeah. the Cardinals being good is always cool. And the Cardinals, Cardinals like Yankees, Red Sox, all the all the blue blood baseball teams. I don't like know why I've always had this weird like soft spot for the Carls. I don't know if it's the jerseys, if it's like the fan base, if it's to just me, like, they're like, they're like the my whole life. They've been good Yankees to me. That's how it's kind of how I see them. Yeah. They've been wrong, I guess they, they, they were like the team growing up. They were always good. Yeah. yeah. Pool, well, that's probably, you know what it was? It was probably the pool, it's because Pujols Pujols. Pujols. that's definitely why. Yeah. Pujols is hard. If you're, if yeah. you were outside, Pujols, Yachty. if you're outside the NL central, it's hard to not like pool holes. Cause he's just, oh, it's the rope, the robot bagging stance and just hitting. I am a machine. Absolute nukes. When he was playing for for St. Louis, he was one of those dudes that like, when he hit the baseball, it looked like he was hitting it with like a paddle or you know what I'm saying like a like a yeah, just, or, oh, like the the, the bat looked flat because the way he would always catch the ball on the bat, and like very few people hit the ball, and make it seem so easy. Like Miggy is another one. Just one of those dudes that like make they they look like a swing a toothpick first of all, and then when they make connection with the ball, it looks like it just disappears, until it lands 500 feet away. So Cardinals are back. 
Um, exact package still not confirmed as of Saturday morning when we're recording, but um, other than that, Phillies, two big signings. Didi coming back two years, 28 mil. I was bummed out. I wanted to see if the Yankees could snag him back for some for some cheap money, but I understand the Phillies got to do what they got to do. And they also make a big splash, signing G- JT Realmuto. Five years, 115 mil. That's big to find a catcher, like a franchise uh, yeah, they, catcher. Like that's better, hard to find better, a catcher. They better do it. Yeah. It's it's hard to find. I'm trying to think. Like, there's it's it's very, very hard to find like a very oh, good everyone, catcher. Everyone's catcher stinks. Yeah. Besides him, pretty much. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very demanding position, though. You know, Contreras, Contreras JT, Grandal. I'm probably missing one, but I mean, there's like four or five guys that you can bank on everyday catcher. Mm-hmm. Other than that, every team is running a three or four guy platoon. Yeah. Blue Jays making more moves. Simeon from the uh, A's. That's a big move for them. And I then Steven Matz traded. Oh, yeah, I like dude. That. He's good. I know. I don't like that. So the Jays are going to be a fun team to watch. Obviously, they oh, had Springer really last week. Stop. I don't like yep. that. I didn't see this yeah. one. Yep. Damn. Blue Jays are going to be a team to, to reckon with. Um, and then they get Steven Matz, too. I mean, he's a very under underlooked yeah. pitcher because that Matz rotation is – on paper, that match rotation is one of the best like you've seen in a long time. And Matt's was just there, kind of in and out injured, and he's going to Toronto for three prospects. So the Jays understand. I think the Jays are like, damn, our time has come before than we thought. You know what I mean? Like having having Biggio yeah, Guerrero and Bobachet yeah, play only, that well this young, yeah. it's like, okay, let's go now. You know, because they're gonna be there for a while. Let's let's start building a championship team now while they're still on their their rookie deals. They're good. They're gonna be good, dude. They have a while before they have to worry about arbitration. And then like you can start just bringing dudes in and Toronto's a fun place to be, you know, like it's a sick city. It's a, once when they win that fan base is awesome. Remember back in the Joey bats and then Carnacion days, like I don't as like a Yankee this. fan, I was, I would had fun watching the blue Jays cause they had how like fun that atmosphere was, which is just so weird to think about, but they're gonna be solid. Uh, hall of fame. Baseball, baseball hall of fame is so relevant. I, oh, I hate it. So tough. I hate it with all my heart. No one on the ballot. Third time in 25 years, no one has so been stupid. on the ballot. No so Bonds, stupid. no Maguire, no Sosa. They're done, basically. Schilling removes himself from the ballot. I would he too. Goes, I, I will, yeah, I will let the I will let the senior writers and the senior writers, like the senior folks decide if I can be in later. Cause I guess it's like a second like chance they can get in. And it's just it's so Baseball is the worst. It's so they're like just, political so, at this point. So and like, stupid. yeah, they, they, they just, it's not even like a fun thing to say anymore. It's like, it's like, you're literally, and I respect like how tough it is to get in. This is stupid. But yeah, this is crazy. You put, you put one guy in, put zero people in. The dumbest part of these guys think, think they're like, they're like heroes for like doing like the, the good deed of not letting in guys who did steroids. Like, dude, I know. It's a very, very, it's it's baseball a very is, fine line. Baseball though. never will never get out of its own way. If baseball dies one day, it will be solely the fault of the sport because no one mm-hmm. else is. Baseball literally is like every year just shoots itself in the foot. You know what I was every speaking of you saying year. that. I was listening to Gary Vee earlier in the week, and he was talking about this like the explosion of esports, and he's like, for example, in normal sports, if the game of baseball doesn't figure it out, like. 20, 25, 30 years from now, there's a very good chance that esports could like 
pass a professional sport like baseball in terms of popularity if they don't figure themselves out and like start pro- like projecting their athletes. They have so many studs they just ignore and they don't project them out. You know, I mean, that's a good point, man. Like people don't know base. It's like some, no offense to hockey, but like it's just a fact. Like not a lot of people know hockey nowadays. Not a lot of people know baseball. It's basketball and it's football, and like unless you're like engulfed in in hockey and baseball, like you don't really, you don't really know these guys. So yeah, he was, he was essentially saying that like, if baseball doesn't learn how to market them, their players correctly, like you have a surging, like esports is like surging. It's just a tip of the iceberg right now. And like, there's a very good chance 25, 30 years from now, something like an esports could pass something like a baseball in terms of popularity and just like content and the way people look at it because of how well they adjust to the times, the digital world, like, you know, the old heads have to let go and, and let this game go. Just let, just let them free. It's like that. It's like that kid that mom and dad don't want to let grow up. Don't want to let them go, but they know they are like talented enough to do so. And it holds them back and holds them back. And eventually it holds them back too long. And they just like, damn, they missed the bill. And baseball is running into baseball's, that, baseball's into in that realm of all the four major sports. Cause a baseball is the hardest game to just like do a pickup game of baseball, like football. You need a ball. Let's play basketball. You need a ball. Let's play baseball. You need glove bats. Well, like, ho- hockey is different. Hockey, you need some ice, yeah, but, but ho- hockey is hockey will, will never die. Canada. That's like Canadian know, culture. Right. Baseball, right. baseball is American culture. But dude, if you are a little kid right now, you're going to try and tell me that like, why should they be more in, more inclined to watch baseball than like watch someone who's like nasty at video games. Which like if you have, if you aren't in that realm, it's gonna it sounds really dumb. But no, I hear you saying somebody be good at something is is very fun to watch. That's why we we all watch sports because we can't do what they do, and it's amazing to us, and we love it, and we appreciate the greatness. Like kids now, that's how they see video games, and it's like with baseball just being just always in its own way, no marketing, as you said. Just there's they don't no social media content whatsoever. How, that is the most absurd thing, and I think least talked about topic ever. It's like how you can't post clips of like, oh, my truck had a walk off home run. You'll 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 never see it unless you watch the game. You will never see that clip in your life. How dumb is that? It's so it, bad that Trevor Bauer literally has to say he and he said this. I want to go somewhere that's going to allow me like my off the field endeavors and plans to like come to life like he shouldn't have to say that every team should be like yo come here let's go pump your brand because ultimately it's going to help pump our brand as a team like let's go we want to hear what you have like what are your plans the fact that know, someone has to say that it's like just... it's crazy it's crazy but it goes back to, to the to just the strictness of so stuck in their way they're just so they're so yeah. annoying tradition is not it's cool to a to an extent once you start rubbing tradition in someone's face and making them feel like they're not like they aren't worthy of like, cause baseball, baseball has like that attitude of like, Oh, like if you, like, if you don't get it, you know, like don't watch like, you, no, no, no. You need as many eyeballs as you, as you can get. Mm-hmm. Like there will always, obviously there'll always be like diehard baseball fans, old and young, but it's going to keep getting slimmer and slimmer and slimmer. And like when we're the old guys trying to advocate for baseball, it's like, well, you know, in, in, in 2041, they're still going to have no DH in both leagues. Like sick. Yeah. Watching pitchers still strike out every single at bat. Nobody wants to watch that. 
again, like the West Coast, both coasts are non-existent to the other coast. Like the NBA, like NBA, we are tuned in to what everything, everything LeBron does. And he plays in Los Angeles for in order for baseball fans to get any sort of West coast experience. You either got to stay up to like three in the morning, which no one's going to do. Or you have to like, I, I don't even know. Cause you, you, literally, you literally cannot watch the highlights on social media. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid. It's insane. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm done. Baseball's awful, yeah. but and I'll, I'll always love it, but yeah, it's awful. It's awful. You can always have tradition as your core value, but tradition always is going to have some sort of like tweak to it. It's always going to be like yes. ever changing and that's have to change the game. Yeah. They, they change nothing. Yeah. Um, other than that, Mets fans were low key bugging about Steve Cohen because he had a big stake, um, big stake with, with the GameStop hedge fund that obviously shorted the stock. So Cohen says, don't worry, we're good. Portnoy called out Cohen as well saying like, are you part of this? Like, tell me undeniably you're not part of this. And so I didn't see any more of the Twitter conversation, but two ballers like that going at it and see it going. Cohen's had his trouble in the past, so we'll see. Um, but that was just funny because the Mets fans, you know, they're all, they always have to be brought down back to life. It's like all this good mm-hmm. things happen for the Mets. Sometimes they're like, they need that little knock us down a peg so we can feel comfortable again. Mm-hmm. Um, but last bit of NBA or MLB news, rather, Ken Griffey Jr., the kid, Hired by the NBA Saw to that. help improve youth diversity in the game. Ken, please help. Please, please, please help. If there's one also, dude. A move, a move started by Theo. Yeah, so, so I didn't see that. Okay, huge. That's huge. He, he was the one who got this done. Yes. Ken Griffey, AKA, Theo Ken Griffey. has to be the commissioner of baseball. Yes. That's plain and simple. Please, please. He's our savior. I mean, Ken Griffey, when he played, was the transcendent player he made yes. wearing a baseball cap backwards cool he bucked he made everything cool he's cool as yeah. shit he's the man his nickname was literally the kid like that's just the dopest nickname um but yeah, that would be exciting anything, anything to push out man for him so far I, I don't i don't know he's just he's the worst he's the worst <laughs> uh nba news rest in peace to seku smith he's a big time reporter for um, I believe it's the NBA NBA Network, and I I don't follow follow NBA too too in depth to that extent to know like extreme amounts about him, but he was clearly a transcendent reporter and analyst in the league. Like everyone was just so shocked at his loss. He was young, I think he's under fifty years old. Um, very very tough to see, and to to couple that with the anniversary week of Kobe wearing the Kobe jersey today for him, um insane to believe that we're, we're losing more like it's a weekly thing now we're, we're rest in peace in at former athletes and, and front office members and just sports legends each week and now it's been an entire year since Kobe Bryant's passing wild absolutely wild still weird so, it's it yeah doesn't feel it never will feel right mm-hmm. but uh thoughts and prayers Karis LeVert um he had kidney cancer surgery looks like he's doing that's insane to believe that <laughs> I would, would that, would that have been pointed out if he didn't get traded? Like, cause I'm sure they have to go through a physical before you get traded. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's almost like a bless. If so, it's almost like a blessing. He got traded to like, mm-hmm. they found that and figured it out. So hopefully he's doing all right. But um, I wanted to ask you this, cause this is 
I think it's a legit. You've seen enough of Lamella Ball right now, right? At least through the first, you know, quarter of his professional career. Is he already better than Lonzo? Yeah, Lonzo stinks. <laughs> like the kids, kids, low key balling. Nineteen years old. I was, old I was super anti against him. I thought he'd be. I thought he'd be garbage because he's he's a string bean and plays no defense. But kid throws some. Uh, Throw some dime passes. I I cannot say anything bad about that. He throws some some silky smooth passes. Yeah, he had a put back dunk on Friday night. It was pretty dope. But yeah, Lonzo, dude, Lonzo stinks. He's gonna get traded. They they don't want they don't want any more more ones. They want to trade him. He uh, I mean, was he brings it? He's just he can't shoot. It's like yeah, he's good in the fast break and transition, but that's not that's like a fraction of the game. Like he's not useful in a half court offense. I don't know. He just wrong generation. I don't know. I think like Lonzo was like a would have been a great like remember when like Thad Young was like a good player and he was like a role player, like just like an athlete off the bench. Like that that's what like Lonzo obviously a good athlete, but he can't shoot or do like he again he, he he can't create his own offense, which in today's game is what you have to do to be involved. It's going back to like one on one street ball, some games like it's like, all right, best player, best defender, let's see who scores. So, I don't know. He might not be better. I mean, I, he probably is. He's definitely going to be better. That's without without question. Mm-hmm. Like at, at some point, he he'll be he'll be like definitively better than Lonzo by a lot, probably. Crazy. Wanted to bring it up because it's a good little uh, hot take topic. He's but... a play, he's a playmaker, but he can also like he's like Lonzo can pass the ball too, but it's like. No one's like okay. Like, no one's like, oh, Lonzo's gonna drop like thirty tonight. Like he 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 ain't he ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Trouble in Big Dallas. Luca. I didn't see this. Ain't happy. I saw last night. Just they're playing like ass. He goes. He goes. He goes. I've never seen this. I've never experienced this before. We got to pick it up. I'm not happy. Like, oh boy. You want to lose Luca down there in Dallas, Mister Mark Cuban? Uh, I don't think he will. No, Cubans had a great but they're just they're not playing that well right now. But but they also like they got Perzingis back, so I think they'd be playing a little better. But in terms of just like individual guys, LeBron doing his damn thing still. Um, Joel Embiid playing like an MVP crazy, yeah. right now. Um, Bradley Beal. LeBron ever gets criticized. It's just I, I know I, I know he has to because it's just the nature of sports media. But the fact that anyone yeah. says anything bad about him is just so. I just I legitimately I just don't understand it. Like, are you we watching the same? guy some things joe some things are just not meant to be understood. because he's 37 he's literally still the best player in the league it's insane yeah. 16th in the league in scoring like points per game which is insane when you're that old it should not it be doesn't matter just him being on a team just automatically makes you the finals favorite yeah it's like i just i, I just don't understand people who will hate him are we watching the same sport because if we are i don't know what you're, what you're watching mm-hmm Poor Bradley Beal, leading yeah. in scoring, thirty-four a game. He's got, the, he's and they're the three NBA, and twelve. The NBA is Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yes. Gotta get him the hell out of Washington. Westbrook, there's a, there's... Westbrook, oh, Westbrook, man. I, I don't know, man. Is it for him? We, we've we've gotten to a lot of Russ talk recently in the past few weeks, but it's like uh, this is not. A, I don't know, man. He's averaging eighteen, nine and nine, shooting thirty-eight percent from the field, thirty-three from three, and sixty-five percent free throws. Five turnovers That's, a game. He's not. 
I don't, I'm, I'm not gonna say he's not good, but he's not playing good at all. And it's like I don't I don't know with him. I don't know. Unless he goes to one of these super teams, like he and he'll never even sniff a ring. If that's if that's his ambition. Bro, those two years when he averaged three years in a row, he averaged a triple double. Is that's just insane, dude. I know, but they didn't do anything. I I know what I'm just saying it's just that's why I would say he's just an unbelievable individual player. Like just unbelievable. But I hate to be that guy um, who to say that, that it's obviously impressive, but he was jacking. And like yeah. there was getting like I used to like there was there was always somebody like NBA Twitter always like like uh record the game like on like a Twitter clip of him like boxing like basically boxing out his own guys to get rebounds like he was he was gunning for the stats like clearly and I'm not saying it's gonna bad because they they stunk no matter what even when he was doing that they like obviously if you got a guy doing that and you still stink you're gonna stick no matter what mm-hmm. but he was like. He was he was playing for the numbers, which again is not a bad thing. He got paid a gajillion dollars as he should have, but I don't think him averaging a triple double was like I don't know. It carries weight, but does it? That's just kind of how I saw it. Like he he didn't do anything with it. I don't know. That's kind of how I see it. I like Russ, but this year this this is a bad this is a bad look. Like getting traded out of Houston. Supposedly, like you weren't happy there. You go to a new team. Obviously, the Wizards aren't good, but you got Beal, young guy, absolute sniper rifle from anywhere on the court. Your numbers stink. I don't know. I think we we thought that they were going to be decent too. I definitely <sighs> remember you saying the words they're going to be a playoff team. <laughs> I was like, I think they should. Okay, be you right. got Westbrook, Beal, <laughs> Thomas Bryant's a good. Center. Yeah, no, they I thought they'd be okay. Like, like okay, guys. Like I, in the East, yeah, you should be like, probably being eight seed. Maybe I thought they'd be more competitive than they are for sure. I mean, dude, Russ is Russ. Those numbers are bad. Yeah, for for the the amount of money he's getting paid, that's that's a bad stat line. Houston um, and again, Houston? so you're back to the points. Like, okay, like, like basically averaging 18, 10, 10. Okay, what is that? What is that worth? Like, written in the grand scheme of basketball, that's not obviously it's not helping their team. <laughs> They're losing. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's shooting like absolute crap from the field. Houston's not playing line. horrible either, bro. Houston's almost 500. Like, they, they still have a decent team. Like, look what they were able to do. I don't, I don't think when you give away hard and you get a lot, but, like, and by the way, remember how we didn't know who Christian Wood was before the year? Yeah, I, 23 yeah. and 10. Old take, old, old take exposed on me. I called him like a bum. Yeah. Because, because an well, I didn't know, I didn't know who he was either. I, I, I honestly got, I was like, who's Christian Wood? Balling. Old Depot, Wall, Eric Gordon, Boogie Cousins. Yeah. Like, they have, a, they have a decent, like, top four guys. You know? I remember I, I like after I made that take, I saw they were playing the Lakers. And I saw a clip like AD and LeBron were like laughing. They're like, uh, and LeBron got would follow LeBron, like he's playing like like hard at like good defense on LeBron, and LeBron and AD were laughing like, "Yo, this kid's like legit." Yeah, <laughs> they were like, "This kid's pretty good." <laughs> yeah, I mean twenty, yeah, twenty three and ten. He's averaging. Yeah, he's yeah. That's that 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 one's on me. I'll eat that one. This is what's happening when, when you're in. When you're in, uh, oh, he got he got drafted by he was on the Sixers back in 2015. Then Charlotte, then Milwaukee, then New Orleans, then Detroit. He's been on a different team every year, and all of a sudden just pops Jeez. off. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, other than that though, nothing left. I have in the NBA, um, NHL, nothing crazy either. Obviously, the season's underway. 
I got to go to the game on Thursday night. Devils uh, Flyers. They let some of the staff members in socially distance. Rach and I had a suite to ourselves. It was pretty cool. Like they just give you like the whole suite and no one else can be in it. Um, it was a very, very surreal experience to be back at a live sporting event for the first time in 10 months. And the crowd noise thing is definitely weird. It's like not, it's obviously not the same clearly because it's not actual humans there, but it was cool. Um, they still did a lot of like in-game presentation stuff to make it seem like it was an actual game. So the players can like make it mentally feel like it's an actual game, but it's definitely really no different when you're there with no, no fans than watching like a, a scrimmage that means more and has loud music and, you know, but um, it was cool to be there. I was pumped to go needed, needed to go like see some competition happen. Devils ended up losing, even though they outplayed him for the most, most part, but um, it was really, really cool to be back in the building. And it has me. Sure. Yeah, it was, it was, it was nice to go, but other than that, McDavid's still killing it, leading, leading league in points as as assumed. And uh, we'll see, Joe. That's all I got for today, though. Good conversation. Sports yep. talk. A couple heated arguments, debates, you know, that's what we do here. Mm-hmm. Other than that, um, no football for the first Sunday in long time. 20 weeks, I believe. So. Enjoy your Sundays. Go out and do something. Get off the couch for the first time <laughs> in 20 weeks. Don't sit there for eight hours or do if you have some other things you want to watch or play or listen to. Um, but thank you all again for listening to this special episode 40. We're going to continue grinding. Another big interview next week. More to follow. So tune in on Thursday. And continue sharing, liking, subscribing. T-shirts, I'll let you all know. Social media-wise, when they get posted, I'll be texting you guys. For those I need addresses from, the ones that don't live back in Rochester, I'll be shipping them to you. So, exciting things coming, Joey. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like like the Dogecoin sauce, sauce pot oh of the moon. God. Sauce pot of the moon. Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See you all on Thursday. As always, take it easy, man. Thank you.